Embarking on a new qualification is always a little nerve-wracking. What will your training advisor be like? Will you get on with the other learners? Are you truly ready to jump back into learning? What if it's the essential skills, that old age English and math, that causes you concern? I first heard about one of our ILM apprentices, Ryan, when his training advisor Sue told me how nervous he was for that part of the qualification, something he hadn't done since school. But with the right support and his own improved confidence, Ryan realised he was much more capable than he thought. I caught up with him on a sunny June afternoon to hear his story as a sales team manager at Legal and General. The apprenticeship I'm currently taking is the ILM uh, level four. Um, really enjoying uh, what I'm learning about it at the moment. Um, taking away a lot of different skills, um, a, a, a lot of really interesting reflection as well during the course. Um, what I found really interesting about it specifically um, is, I guess, some some of the practical aspects of being able to, you know, learn some of the modules. So whether it's the project managing one, um, whether it's uh, the ones just around, you know, managing direct reports, and then utilising it uh, in real time, and then speaking to my assessor afterwards, Susan Hampson, around how that's going. Um, so I'm finding the practical aspect of it really, really interesting, uh, and some of the theory too. Um, you know, learning about all the different kind of um, managerial techniques um, and all of, you know, the um, I guess experts. Uh, who've come up with these techniques as well and some of the history behind that. So I'm really enjoying that. Amazing. Yes, Sue's a really good uh, training advisor as well, since she gets the most out of everything that you're learning. Yeah, agreed. Susan, Susan's been absolutely fabulous, whether it's learning, um, you know, uh, certain managerial techniques, of course, or whether it's the application of, you know, the numbers or whether it's the English test and papers. So she has been really, really helpful and really invaluable um, in helping me from, from that side of things. Lovely. That's so lovely to hear. She'll be absolutely chuffed with that. So thank you. You're and what, what initially appealed to you about your role with legal in general then, Ryan? Of course. So um, in legal in general direct sales, um, it's a brilliant team of people who help customers get the protection they need for life insurance, critical illness cover and over 50s cover. Um, when I first started uh, working from a very young age, I first started selling. Um, windows. Uh, I sold them for um, for a company who was selling double glazing. I was absolute cold calling, outbound dialing. It was relentless. Door-to-door sales uh, and then eventually finance from selling credit card repayment cover and card care to selling loans. Um, then eventually savings accounts and upselling features of fixed rate accounts and ICEs and uh, then mortgages. Uh, Pre-MMR, you could sell mortgages non-advised without the CMAP qualification, which is what I did. Uh, I was going to go for the CMAP qualification, but unfortunately, uh, redundancies came through with that role. Um, while I was so in that role and the savings role, um, I was starting to get opportunities to coach other people and help other people develop and um, go into training and, and talk about some of these things which I was doing that they could be able to, I guess, combine my experience of selling or finance and of that desire to continue getting that experience of helping others and motivate others and, and developing others. And I, I really enjoyed that. So a managerial role came up. Um, in a building society uh, and I applied for that to be a, a mortgage administration team manager and I got it landed my first manager role and, and loved it team were amazing my manager was brilliant um, you know the people who I was working with um, and, and I was very privileged to lead they were incredible human beings and, and, and really helped me uh, as well get to grips with that new kind of world um, of mortgage administration because did the selling but but not the back book so it was really cool 
Um, eventually, I got a job uh, uh, managing the uh, uh, call center uh, who deal with the savings calls that were coming through and the mortgage uh, query calls, not, not, not the ones about the actual advisory or product taking out. Um, and during that time, I was looking at some other companies uh, because it was a building society, really, really renowned, fantastic business. But I was, I was trying to look for something bigger that could also encapsulate more of my sales experience too. Uh, and Legal in general was offering opportunities for sales team manager roles. Um, I was very fortunate, uh, you know, with, with, with the interview which I had and, and, and the people who were interviewing me. And, and, and they thought I was good enough to take a chance on as an external candidate, and they did. And I've been here coming up to four years now and loved every single moment of it. Wow, that's, that's amazing though, isn't it? When you can find a role that has everything that you're looking for in one place. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, um, it, it, was, it, was, it was very lucky, you know, um, because I, I, I don't think it's often that team managers are hired externally. Um, usually it's an internal progression because the people who are doing the job know the processes, know the systems, um, you know, have the network pre-built up uh, and they know how, you know, different departments will work and the ethos of the company and the principles and 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 and, 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 and what that company is aiming towards. Um, and if they show leadership experience too, then they're absolutely perfect for succession. So I think I was just very fortunate at that time that, you know, I was lucky enough to get that role as an external candidate and really enjoyed it. And I don't think I'll be leaving legal in general anytime soon. They've, they're such a brilliant company to work for. How was it going into a business as an external candidate and, and knowing that everybody else around you knows everything already and you're, you're having to lead the team? Was that quite nerve wracking? <laughs> Um, so starting, uh, sorry, joining a business as an external candidate, um, as a manager, uh, especially a sales team manager, I think is very challenging. Um, because as an example, if you're a sales consultant in the company and you work your way up to team manager, if you're great at sales and then managing the team, you have that evidence to show. Look, I know what I'm talking about with sales. Here's my figures. When well, I was selling in this company, in the same department, and I have the knowledge of the system in that one. Coming in external, um, I absolutely had to prove myself. Um, I knew I had to. Uh, so it was really hard, but I think that gave me a lot of opportunity for humility, which I think is really important uh, to not join a company acting as though I know everything because I absolutely do not and did not, um, you know, and, and surround myself with the experts who could help me get to where I wanted to be in terms of my knowledge level, in terms of my capability um, and in terms of how the buy-in was with my team. And that took some time um, and, and that took a lot of honesty um, and, 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 and as I said, a lot of humility by saying, look, I'm, I'm not the expert here. You guys are. You know, my job is this, but, you know, I, I need you guys to help me and help me with this and this and this. And, and I think that's worked really well because having that honesty from the outset has meant an honest relationship uh, with my team. Um, and I think by having honesty around your experiences, which I shared with them from selling previously and, and, and managing teams elsewhere, um, but also that honesty of, look, I'm I'm new to this business here. I'm new to life insurance. I'm new to legal in general. I'm, I'm new to managing this sales team here too. And I'm also a new face. You guys never see me before. Um, so, so I know it's a lot of new stuff, uh, but, but but this is what I'm aiming to achieve with you guys. Okay, this is this is a vision I have for us as a team. Um, and this, this is how I need you to support me because you're the experts, you know. And, and I want to surround myself with people who know a lot better than me and coming in as an external candidate, you all already know more than me. So that's brilliant. Um, and I think getting off to the right foot was really important. Um, but 
there's going to be some teething issues with somebody who's a customer. Of course there is, because you're brand new. So people trying to read you, trying to understand you, trying to learn about who you are and, you know, trying to get that buy-in takes time um, and, and, and that's okay that time is important to take uh, and I'm glad that I did because I have such a brilliant team every single individual on my team brings something to the table some skill some attributes some traits um, which adds a lot of value to the team dynamic itself um, and they all learn from each other every single day and, and I couldn't ask for more as a team manager I really couldn't how lovely. It sounds like a great team. So you took the um, ILM qualification with us. So do you think the apprenticeship that you did improved how you how you do your job? Can you see the parallels between the course and your real day to day work? So I absolutely can. Um, I think there's a number of different things which I've taken from the ILM course in my day to day job. Um, some of those things um, come in from the practical side, but also others from some of the assignments um, which are right up and, and uh, so, so, you know, as an example, the ILM, I, I know everybody's aware, but just in case somebody's listening or watching who, who isn't, uh, as part of the ILM, there'll be some practical things involved, which you can evidence your ability of, of doing that task, whatever it may be. Um, but then there's other, then there's written assignments as well, um, which, which is, I haven't done written assignments since I was in school, <laughs> a very long time ago, and it feels like a very long time ago. But I've taken a lot from some of those written assignments, you know. Uh, one of them which I've done recently was managing and implementing change in the workplace, uh, which was Unit 417. And what I found really interesting when going through that was some of the theories about the change and implementing it as well. Um, so I, I've taken a lot from it about how to plan for the change, um, how to implement it in the right way, how to reflect on it to see what the learns are and see how it's um, you know, working out and if any changes need to be made afterwards. Um, uh, and then the final review stage as well, uh, just to see, OK, so we've made these changes now, so, so now how it is. Um, so, so that's always really, really useful. And it's interesting because those things you'll do as part of your job on a regular basis. I know I do change. Yeah, yeah, I manage change all the time in my job. Well, actually, how often do you reflect on the changes you've made? You know, you're looking through the change model curve. Are you, you know, ha have, having, having a thought about, um, you know, the political, economic, social, technological, legal, and environmental changes and factors? Um, you know, are you doing that kind of pestle to make sure that you're thinking of all the right things before you put the change in? Um, are you thinking about the problem itself uh, and, then, and then going through a little rundown about what you're going to implement and what the solution will be and then assess the benefits and risks of that? Um, and, 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 and for me, I, I probably wasn't doing as much as that as I could do. So doing that as, uh, assignment itself really helped me to stop, reflect and start thinking of those changes for me to do so. So that, that was really, really useful, actually, very much so. You know, from the force field tool, um, which is really, really interesting, which I've never used before. The pestle tool, as I mentioned, never used that before as well. Um, and the PCDA plan as well to implement change, um, which is the uh, plan, do, change, act. Yeah, just trying to remember that as well. Um, and, 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 and all of that stuff is stuff which I've learned as part of ILM, even though as part of my job, I'm managing change um, I wouldn't say all the time, but but now and again in my job, yeah, absolutely as a team manager, I'm not a change manager, not a not a scrum master, not a project manager, but as part of the team manager's job, you will manage change, absolutely. Um, you will implement change too. Um, actually, apologies, you manage change a lot, but you'll implement change a bit less than how often you manage it because you know the change will filter down. You manage it with your team. Um, but all, all these all these kind of tools I didn't have before. Um, so ILM has absolutely given me some of these tools to be able to be more effective in my role. 
Perfect. And reflection is such an important thing, isn't it, that we forget about because we're so busy doing, doing, doing all the time and rushing through things and trying to get things done because everyone's so busy and everyone's got so much going on. But actually reflecting teaches you so much about everything. So it's definitely something that I've learned over the last few months anyway, is taking time to pause and reflect on what's already happened. And as part of... 100%. Well, as part of all of our apprentices, right, we have the essential skills part of it, which I spoke to Betsan and Sue about um, recently, and they were telling me how you yes. overcame your nerves to pass your application of number, which I can imagine is pretty nerve wracking for anyone who hasn't done any maths sort of qualifications since school. <laughs> I would be terrified. Yes. Um, so could you yes. tell me a little bit more about that and what that feeling was like when you knew you'd passed it? Of course, yeah. Yeah, no, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, so <laughs> one of the parts of doing the ILM course, I knew um, I would have to do the essential skills uh, for mathematics. And I've always had a feeling, even, even if there's not much evidence to back it up, but a feeling that I'm terrible with numbers. Uh, and almost like a, like an anxiety around it, you know, you, you you get into that mindset. If I'd be completely honest, of you know self-deprecation, you know, I'm daft, I can't do that. No, not at all. No, I'm I'm bad with numbers, and and you'll start verbalising those things throughout your time, and eventually you'll start believing that as well. And that belief becomes ingrained and almost part of who you are. Um, and 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 when you're verbalising something so often, it becomes a belief. So if you're verbalising I'm bad with numbers, I'm terrible, I'm daft, I can't do that. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm bad at maths, don't I? me you'll start to believe that a lot so even if i wasn't strong with numbers i, I was giving myself that belief due to that anxiety and that self-deprecation i was a lot worse than what i was um of course there, there were some things i needed to learn though and, and jessica uh, who's been my tutor she, she's been absolute rock star um so so really 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 appreciate everything which she's done to help me so thank you very much um but yeah it was, it was very tough uh, it was very challenging the nerves about it and if I'm honest, I, I feel as though I overcome some of those nerves um, by speaking with Jessica, my tutor, um, by going through the practice with her, uh, by the way in which she was teaching things, which was really, really appreciated, um, by, I guess, um, doing the test papers over and over and over and over again, uh, by speaking with Susan, who was unbelievably honest around her own anxiety when it comes those things around specifically test environments as well as as some number things but she's very good with numbers i, I think again she she uh self-deprecates around that she's very intelligent very 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 intelligent um but 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 speaking with jessica around the anxiety and, and susan around it being honest about it and saying this is how i feel um even if you know jessica was saying well actually you know i think you are getting it maybe a bit of practice on this particular part maybe as an example it, it might be long division or or maybe it was fractions and decimals whatever it may be and, and i'll practice that she would still be really positive well no no you know i think you are getting it and and hearing that positive feedback was useful um and having the support from susan who was honest about how she gets anxious with test environments even though she's very intelligent helped me feel a bit more normalized in there because she has a very human approach uh, training and i made me think okay well if susan's my assessor you know who's helping me get through this and, and she's had that challenge um and she's overcome that I'm sure I can overcome it. I'm a learner. I'm not even an assessor, you know, so so maybe I can. Um, but I had the nerves up until the day uh, when, when, when to bridge end, you know, and, and ready to sit the, sit the test. 
and, and Betson was there and she was unbelievably welcoming too and and very very kind because what she did is you know she sat me down she explained how it's going to work um, what the expectations are um, but also you know would answer any questions for me before the test began which is really really useful because uh, I, had, I, had, I brought me a little list of questions <laughs> um, and, and 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 practice kind of stuff, which 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 I put down for for memory for long division stuff um, around. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. Um, you know, for things which I thought I was stuck on, um, but because of you know Betton's positivity and and her time that she spent in in helping me. Um, the support that Jessica gave me and the tutoring she gave me, a uh, tutoring sorry she gave me, um, and 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 the positivity uh, and and uh, Susan as well um, around her honesty, um, which helped me uh, with some of my anxieties. Um, you know, the, the whole uh, TSW team um, really helped me get to a, a great place um, in that maths. And I think as though I think, sorry, if I remember, uh, I scored 95 on the 95% um, on the uh, multiple choice um, test. So I was really, really proud of myself, really pleased. And it would not be possible without the support of TSW. How amazing that you got 95% after thinking you were so bad at numbers for so long. I think I think the word was daft. <laughs> <laughs> daft, yeah. A big dafty, that's what I am. Uh, yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, I I um I I I I I I'd, I'd love to say that anxiety is completely gone but have a habit of saying it's luck. And I got very lucky with the questions that were there. And I got very lucky with the practice, which I did against the questions which ended up appearing. Um, but but I also know without the support of TSW, I, I probably wouldn't have even uh, completed the course um, or, or still be on the course because the anxiety leading up to that mass exam was very strong uh, to the point where I felt as though I don't want to embarrass myself because if I fail that, then you know, uh, even if I do resets, I'm not going to pass it, you know, but I, I'm not going to do that. So why am I even on this course? So without that support of them, I wouldn't have taken the test and, and I may not still be doing the ILM now. Wow, but it's not just luck, right? And it's also the skill that you, the time that you put in and the practice that you've done to build those skills. And um, I can imagine it must be lovely having that. <laughs> I can imagine it must be lovely having that support though of everyone around you with the different things that everyone brought to the table as well. It must be must be really, really lovely. I think I'd need the same support if I was if I was doing an essential skills test. And <laughs> um, were you learning with other people that you work with or were you learning completely alone? What were you what were you kind of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um I was learning um with people in my business. Um, very lucky that my manager, Tracy, um, she's unbelievably supportive. She completed her ILM4 and is either finished or is finishing her ILM5. Um, she did back to back. Um, and she also was doing the digital literacy um, and, and numeracy. And what's, what's really interesting about that is we have very similar backgrounds in, in that sense. Um, and, 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 you know, how, how we got to our managerial careers in a way. Um, so she was really, really helpful uh, and really honest around her um, practice and what she did. Uh, I remember actually saying to me right, really early doors, before I even got close to the mass test being booked in, I said, oh, how, how'd you get on with the mass? Was her okay? She said, oh, do you know, I passed. I said, that's amazing. Well done. I said, oh, just remember, bot mass. 
just remember Podmas. And I was like, okay, okay, I remember it. And then for months and months that went by, I kept remembering that that kind of formula of the brackets, order, division, et cetera. Uh, so that was really useful. Um, and on, on top of that, uh, Carly, uh, who's our business change manager, she's also done the Island 4, she's doing Island 5. Same time as Tracy, she, she's almost finished or has finished. Uh, Beth on my team, um, sorry, uh, your colleague of mine is what I mean, you know, on our team in that sense. Um, she is doing the Island 4. Um, Lucy, who's, who's in our team, she's uh, doing ILM 3. Um, so there's a few of us who are all doing ILM and, and sharing some of the learns we have on the assignments, some of the practical stuff. We might have chosen slightly different modules here and there, but that's really useful to talk around some of those things with colleagues and and, and, and my, my manager herself and say, hey, I've got this assignment due, Unit 314 as an example. Uh, um, do you mind if I run by one of the questions which, which, which I've answered and, you know, can you give me a bit of a steer if needed? So it's quite nice to bounce some stuff off people too. That's lovely. It's like a little community of learners and everyone's doing exactly the same sort of thing. So that's really nice. Um, yes. We'll skip the next couple of questions because I think you've already answered them anyway. <laughs> um, but the next bigger one, I suppose, is there anything else you wanted to mention, like how your employer supports you or anything like that? I know you already mentioned Tracy. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Tracy's support um, goes beyond what I would expect. So she's very kindly you know given as as uh flexible so if you know you want to book out your calendar move things around and as long as it's free and you're on a flexible working day then you can use that as a study day um you know so many of course can't do it every day that's that be you've got a job to do um but but also she she be on call inside and outside of work if you have questions around the ILM stuff you know we don't make a habit of doing so don't get me wrong but but, but she's there if needed um she also was very honest about sharing her experiences as I said with, with her thoughts about taking the mass test she was a bit apprehensive about it too and trepidatious but she passed it as well um so so having that honesty from a from from an operations manager is honest enough to say, hey, do you know what's not my strong point? Or I thought it wasn't, but actually I passed it. So so you can too. And that was really nice to hear that. Um, and anytime I am getting some positive feedback and Tracy's hearing about it, she's echoing that to me as well and 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 sharing that, sharing that success, which is really, really nice. So I'd say the business is very supportive, but Tracy is my operations manager and she's exceptionally supportive. You know, she she's the one who is giving that support out of everybody. And it's so lovely to have somebody like that on your side, in your corner, letting you have that study time. It makes such a difference, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah, 100%. And Ryan, what motivates you to learn personally? Ha! <laughs> that's a hard question. Um, so what, what motivates me to learn is, um, I'll be absolutely honest, OK? I took the ILM qualification because I believe as a, as, a, as a line manager, it's one important to continue to learn. So I'm coming up to four years in legal in general. I was in principality for about four years. So that's about eight years managerial experience. And for me, you have to keep learning because as soon as you think you know the job, you don't know the job anymore uh, because, you know, people are different. Projects are different. Uh, companies are different. Operations are different. There's always new theories coming out of new ways to do things. So that part was important was to keep knowledge going, continue new professional development. The other part as well was just to have that qualification to evidence that I don't just have the experience of, of, of leading teams, 
I also got this bit of paper that says he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he has that qualification that says, don't just have the experience, this guy knows what he's talking about because he got this too, um, which, which stands out. So if any future development um, or, or progression, potentially, who knows as, as time progresses, um, and if there's maybe an operations manager role or customer service manager role uh, to lead leaders in the future. Um, you know, of course, I, I'm fully aware that I've, I've got more development to do to, to get there eventually, but it's nice to have an aim. I th this qualification will really help uh, towards that uh, as it complements my current role, stretches me to learn new things and to apply the things which I've learned into my role and get feedback off it quite quickly. Because I've been really honest with my team too that I'm doing this. Um, and, and I've said to them, hey, as part of this course, actually I've learned this guys, you know, so I'm going to try and start using some of these things too when we speak. So yeah, it's been really, really useful. Um, and it kind of motivates me to continue to learn because I, I, I want to be the best leader that I can be. Um, to help my team be the best that they can be, because if they're doing really well and they're happy, it genuinely makes me happy. And that's why I like helping people or, or motivating people or galvanizing that energy and that passion of theirs to make them understand how bloody brilliant they are. Um, and, and I think that's important because that's what I get from the role. I get happiness from the role. If my team are feeling and being brilliant, that makes me feel great. And this qualification will help me learn all the ways which I can continue to do that and hopefully help me pre, you know, uh, gain more progress in my career as time progresses. So that kind of motivates me is that the, the team, the learning and the potential future progression and that bit of paper that says hey, he does actually know what he's doing. <laughs> Always got that piece of paper to back you up. <laughs> Always helpful. Isn't yes, it? absolutely. Mm -hmm. And do you think taking an apprenticeship has changed your life? So it could be small changes like you've improved some processes in work or it could be bigger things like it's improved your self-confidence. OK, that's interesting. Um, I'd say that taking the apprenticeship of the ILM4 has definitely changed aspects of my life, especially when it comes to some of the um, you know digital literacy that we're talking about. Um, because it has given me a bit more of a confidence in my own ability when it comes to, you know, mathematics, which is really good. Um, when I say I was very self-deprecating around that subject, I, I, I very much was. You know, I was always that person who would say, as I mentioned earlier, that, that that's a weakness of mine. Um, but something which I'm continuing to try to get better at, um, knowing now that actually it's 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 okay. Um, that's really comforting to know, and, and it's kind of dispelled my own negative thought process. And, and it's kind of broken that to an extent. Of course, it's still that imposter syndrome of, well, maybe I got lucky, but that's that's good. And I like that. It, it's also helped me know that for the written assignments that I can do those as well. And I wasn't too sure if I'd be good at those. It wasn't a huge anxiety, but but, but maybe a small one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 36 now. Uh, it's a very long time since high school. I didn't do the college or university route. So I went straight into work. So it was a very long time ago since I did any kind of written assignments. So seeing, you know, the, the paper in front saying, you know, um, uh, you know, evidence this or read this and bring back your conclusions of that. Um, I wouldn't say overwhelming, but 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 definitely a feeling of wow. OK, OK, this is serious stuff. This is. Um, but then when you do a written assignment and it comes back with. No feedback, that's that's brilliant. You think, wow, OK. Look at me, I'm doing assignments. This is this is pretty cool. OK, OK, this is nice. And, and you get the positive, positive reinforcement. Or, or even if it comes back with just a few little areas to feedback on. Great, well, I can learn from that feedback. I can read you this, send it back through. Brilliant or perfect. Uh, and you realise, well, actually, this this isn't outside of my 
capabilities. This, this is something I can do. And that can add that confidence yourself to think, actually, I'm not as daft as I thought I was. And, and, and maybe there is something there that says I can achieve this. And I think come the end of the ILM, having that bit of paper, hope it's still a bit of paper, not just a PDF. If I can have a bit of paper that says, you know, Ryan Lewis certified ILM4, um, I'd be really proud of that. And there'd be someone trying to really hang my hat on and, and see, you know, some physical, tangible evidence of that accomplishment that I've worked really hard towards with the help and support of my colleagues, my manager, um, my team who've been really supportive too. So, you know, if, if they do ever watch this, thanks team, you're all superstars and yeah, you, you make my job a hell of a lot easier just to be in brilliant every day um, and to TSW uh, for all their support as well. So um, yeah, absolutely changed a lot of things. Amazing. And what advice would you give to people thinking of taking up an apprenticeship? Um, yeah, the advice which I give to somebody who thinks about taking up an apprenticeship is do it. Um, 100% do it. Um, it if, if, if you believe that you would find it challenging, um, that's a good thing uh, because the challenge can push you to, to realize you're capable of a lot more than what you think you're capable of. That's a good thing. Um, if there's some anxiety or trepidation around certain aspects of it, be open and honest with your assessor, um, with your tutor um, around those anxieties and they can help you with them. They really can uh, as they've helped me with mine. Um, if maybe you're worried about the the time aspect, uh, most companies, you know, I can't speak for everybody who's watching, but have a lot of flexibility. Uh, you do have to do it in your own time so you know it's really good to keep a diary uh, to kind of book time out of your days to make sure you are but if you keep on top of it and just do a little bit here and there per week uh, you'll be absolutely up to speed so it is manageable too um, and honestly not to self-deprecate but but if I'm currently doing it um, and, and somehow I managed to pass some mass you know thank you um, then then you could absolutely do it um, and, and, and maybe if you're looking for a sign, maybe if you're looking for, for a bit of a, a push to say, do you know what, I'm going to do it, then take this as that, um, because it's, it's really, really cool to learn something new, to get some practical skills or refresh knowledge which you already have, or even if it's just that you want that bit of paper that says, do you know what, I know what I'm doing, then it's worth doing it. And my last question for today is quite a big one, but what are your career aspirations and where will we see you in 10 years? Um, <laughs> I don't I don't plan very well, if I'm honest, um, in terms of the, the course I have. Yeah, um, day to day. Fine. Uh, long term, I'm, I'm not very good at planning very well. I think life is very short to plan too far in advance. And it's really important to try to enjoy the moments that you're in, because otherwise you'll be too focused on the next goal and not enjoying your time in getting there. Because um, I think they're the experiences that you need to enjoy. Um, so I, I don't really have a, a 10 year, five year plan. I know a lot of people might frown on that. That's fine. That's that's up to them. Uh, but that's just me. Um, in, in the future, I'd like to still be managing people. I really like that. I really like working with humans. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's wonderful to be able to say that part of my role is helping other people with their role. Um, you know, it's, it's really it's quite a privilege, if I'm honest, uh, to have that. And, and when we are as a team performing well, it's such a good feeling or when, you know, you have one of your team members who's who's progressing in their career and 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 you know you you've helped them in a way or you know of course they've taken a lot of ownership themselves so i'm not taking anything away but but just it's nice to support them do that and then you get that feeling of pride of wow look i'm growing the fat this is awesome look at this um and that's really nice too so hopefully still managing people if eventually it's managing managers at some point or leading managers or or you know maybe that's something to aim for as it feels like 
the right next step as time progresses. Um, but it depends on where those opportunities are available. Um, and, you know, if I feel as though I'm ready to add value in that area and capable to do so. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention that I haven't covered? I, I guess I, I guess just just to finish it off, so okay, is just to say thank you for your time, um, and and thank you to you know my employee legal in general who've been awesome um, at supporting my learning and development. Uh, thank you to CSW for all the support which they've given. You know specifically Betson, uh, Jess, um, Susan, um, all been absolute superstars and wouldn't be possible for for me to feel as though uh, I'm capable of, 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 of achieving some of the sign offs on the assignments I've done and working towards completing the ILM or the digital literacy. Uh, fingers crossed got the English coming up soon. Fingers crossed. That was that was a good one as well. In my early assessments, I did really well on that, but bad on the maths. But then I passed the maths and now the English coming up soon. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I hope I don't fail this one. Um, but but, but so, <laughs> and I wasn't anxious about that before, but now I am. Um, but the Susan's been fab as well about, about, about helping me with that. But yeah, thanks for those three. Um, thanks to my boss, Tracy, who's been really, really, supported uh beth uh, who's one of my colleagues because me and her have actually been you know um bouncing a few things off each other here and there you know where time permits around the uh, around the ilm so yeah if i can just to uh shout out my team um absolute pleasure and privilege to work uh, with them every single day and, and to be you know I, I guess fortunate enough to lead them uh, as well and for them on many occasions for them to lead me if i'm honest um you know all of them do such amazing work and each one of them uh, adds something to the team in in their own unique way they all bring a skill or an attribute or, or, or something that really adds value and really brings us all together to help us work collaboratively um you know we've got julia on my team who's a sales superstar uh, one of the best uh, on the floor in direct sales i say the floor we're agile now uh, she had a promotion last year for the fantastic work that she does every single day and she helps uh, coach and develops of our newest starters on our team. Um, Amy Liu, who's pretty new, um, but you know, she's absolutely brilliant with a quality and good on the sales. And she's so good with the quality that she's our team quality champion, feeding back quality to other members of the team. She's brilliant. Um, Lee, um, again, another absolute sales superstar. Uh, he had a promotion at the end of last year too, and has had some brilliant feedback about helping out uh, the training groups and our new starters. So again, another superstar, Tom. Um, very similar. He's he's a grade two sales consultant. His sales this year have been fantastic. He had us a comment last year with service experience. Came back absolutely on fire. Can't be stopped. Sales galore from that guy. Um, Amy, um, brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Her quality is the highest on the floor. It, it, she is such a knowledge bank of everything. If ever I need help with something, um, I go straight to her uh, when it comes to the quality and the sales as well, right up there. She's also somebody who helps out a lot of our newer starters. Uh, Namitha, amazing um you know she's been working really really hard to continuously improve uh, her approach with sales or quality past six months have been absolutely on the ball and now this month she's one of our top performers so she'd be really proud of herself because um i am she's a superstar joey really new not long ago past probation uh, because the results were that good and she continues to ask for professional development ask her colleagues how she can improve and takes a really proactive approach to do that and adds so much to the team she's a superstar uh, Jacob, he's still in his probationary period, but my goodness, having an absolute heck of a month. Um, quality improving every single month. Sales improve every month as well. Um, absolutely on the team. Um, so covers everybody there. And yeah, really, really proud and really honoured to have them uh, on the team, work together and help each other so well every single day. Cheers, guys, you superstars. A big thank you to Ryan for joining me on the podcast today. If you'd like to learn more about our ILM qualifications, 
head to tsw.co.uk. Until next time, bye bye.